This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Monday the 24th of May. Justin, NBN Co., the government-owned telco, they have fired 50 employees via Zoom. The employees were instructed to work from home that day before senior executives made them redundant. Now that kind of sounds pretty savage to me. Very savage. Brett, Nine Entertainment has been hacked again. Oh no. But this time, it was their online real estate platform domain. Now, Fluxfam, beware. There are scammers out there who've got access to Domain's database. Mm. They're sending out emails to house buyers and renters as fake real estate agents. Scary stuff, Justin. Mm. Fortunately, we have three really secure stories today. Oh, let's do it. For our first, Qantas has announced that it has lost over $16 billion in revenue since COVID began. That's more than triple the amount of JB Hi-Fi's total valuation. (laughs) That's big. What is the story here? All right, well, Qantas is Australia's biggest airline and is actually one of the oldest airlines in the universe. Now, B-Man, it's fair to say that COVID has not been kind to the airline industry. Nope, lockdowns, border restrictions, frozen meals on flights, (laughs) you name it. And now, Qantas has shared how much the company has lost over the last 14 months or so, and it ain't pretty... Uh Uh-huh, at least $16 since the start of 2020 in lost revenue, my man. And that's because COVID reduced Qantas's domestic business big time and forced it to completely shut its international business. So now, Qantas will implement a wage freeze for the next two years and is going to introduce a voluntary redundancy program for its international staff. So what's the key learning here? Major airlines around the world are desperate to find ways to bring a sense of normalcy to the struggling airline industry. The answer, they think? Vaccine Uh, passports. Basically, the vaccine passport would be in the form of an app that stores your vaccination data. And B-Man, no jab, no international (laughs) flight. And vaccine passports would unlock huge economic opportunities for Australian airlines. In fact, the government's said to be discussing the creation of this vaccine passport system right now Mm. alongside 290 major airlines. To be honest, Justin, surely we can't be that far away. I mean, Air New Zealand has already launched a trial using the app. All that remains for us is to get our vaccination rates up and we should be all Gucci. (laughs) For our second story, the owner of Australian brand Bonds says the company is now worth 500 million smackaroonies and Richmond AFL star Dustin Dusty Martin has enabled it to succeed in the youth market. Surely Dusty deserves a slice of that 500 mil. What is happening here? (laughs) Well, Bonds is a true blue Aussie brand. It dates all the way back to 1915 when, yes, George Bond Mm -hmm. was making women's hosiery and gloves. Since then, though, Bonds has been owned by local companies like Pacific Brands as well as now its international owner, Haynes Brands. But in recent years, Justin, Bonds has turned its attention away from white singlets Mm -hmm. and towards becoming a star in the youth fashion industry. So Bonds enlisted Richmond legend Dusty Martin (laughs) to help them make the successful leap to this youth market. Three-time premiership player, three-time Norm Smith medalist, 300-time tattoo recipient. (laughs) And this little plan seems to be doing pretty nicely for Bonds. According to the company, the pivot to the youth market completely transformed their business. So what's the key learning here? The key ingredient to winning young consumers' hearts and minds is with brand ambassadors. That's what the owner of Bonds reckons. And therefore, hello, Brownlow medal winner Dustin Martin, who has signed up to Bonds as a model. In his underwear as well. And the company is taking lessons from its success in Australia and wants to replicate that strategy around the world. Uh Uh-huh, because they believe this is a really effective way to turn around a legacy business Mm -hmm. and make it a trendy one again. I've got a funny feeling that Mambo could be the next one. (laughs) 
For our third and final story, the founder of TikTok owner ByteDance is stepping down as CEO at a very interesting time for the company. Mm, did not see this one coming because the company is booming right now. So what is the story? All right, well, ByteDance was founded in 2012 mm-hmm. and has become one of China's most valuable startups. In fact, my man, it was China's first truly global internet company thanks to TikTok. And now the company's founder is stepping down as CEO. Why, you ask? Well, mm-hmm. that is because he is a really honest person for a CEO. He said, there are still many things that we need to improve on at this company. I'm not a social person and I lack some of the skills that make an ideal manager. All this after he basically steered ByteDance to become the major success it's become. So what's the key learning here? To understand where TikTok is going, you gotta know where it's been. Remember when former US President Donnie Trump would regularly criticize the company for its lack of privacy, mm. its security, and its connection to the Chinese mm-hmm. government? He then forced the company to divest its TikTok business in the US. But with this change of CEO, Justin, TikTok is looking to a brighter future. I reckon ByteDance launched a new payment service within the Chinese version of TikTok and it's experimenting with financial technology. And in March, Justin, ByteDance acquired a major gaming studio to push into the lucrative, valuable, Ooh. tasty, juicy mobile gaming market. So TikTok be thinking, new CEO, new us. Uh-huh. Flux fam, if you want to stay on top of all the business news, I would highly suggest that you subscribe or follow this podcast. It's a small commitment every single day to be smart than your boss. You'd hate to miss out. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow.